We've talked a lot on this podcast about the strain the COVID-19 crisis has put on hospitals around the country. They're short on space and short on supplies, and the doctors and nurses are being stretched to their limits. So where does that leave people who need medical care or treatments that aren't COVID-19 related? Well, we've heard about the U.S. Navy's hospital ships deployed to L.A. and New York City, the USNS Mercy and USNS Comfort. Their missions were to treat patients other than those with COVID-19 to free up land-based hospitals to deal with the virus. Many states have also called for a halt on elective and non-essential medical procedures. I can think of a few L.A. residents who aren't happy about that one. But what about expectant mothers? With many hospitals now employing policies that limit the number of family members that can be present with a mom in labor, if any family members are allowed to be present at all, and the increasing concerns of being in a hospital with other sick patients during a pandemic, there's now a renewed interest in another group of health professionals, midwives. Midwives across the country have seen an increased demand for their services as more and more families become interested in home births or delivering at other facilities in lieu of a hospital. Tiffany Gallo is a licensed midwife and the owner of Pure Births Birth Center in Valencia, California. To meet the demand for alternative birthing options because of COVID-19, Tiffany expanded her birthing center by 3,000 square feet. Christina Pascucci recently spoke with her to learn more. Obviously, it's such a tough time right now, and I have a few friends who are pregnant. They talk about how when they go to their appointments, their partner can't come, or when if they go into labor, their partner can't necessarily be there. So um, that's really tough, and, and that's maybe why you've had more people coming to you. I think that is a reason, and then I think that a lot of women and families are uncomfortable with the... Um, process that it takes right now to even get admitted into a hospital and the fact that they're compromised with possibly one entry that where everybody's getting screened prior to being able to walk through a hospital and the fact that there's infected people in the hospitals so the risk of exposure definitely goes up um so i believe that they're making these choices uh to just overall have a little bit more control of their own personal exposure and birthing here We uh, only have one midwife and um, one to two assistants for each family, and we aren't crossing paths. So we have really strict guidelines and protocols put in place. And we are allowing dads to be here, and we are allowing them to have a labor support as well. However, they are all screened prior to entering the birth center for fevers and questions, uh, making sure that they aren't showing any signs or symptoms of COVID. So we do have those guidelines in place to make sure everybody feels safe and that the mothers aren't ever coming in contact with each other. Two laboring women will always have their own rooms and their own space in their own bathroom. It's such a, a beautiful process. And um, I was reading on your website, your, your reviews are insane. Everyone's just like loving the experience, talking about how beautiful and spiritual it is. And the water bursts are an option. How Can you just take me through the process of, of how it works? Sure. Uh, so we uh, offer, you know, prenatal care here. So instead of families seeing, and I like to say families because a lot of times daddies are always going with the mommies to the appointments, um, the families having those prenatal visits in OB offices that may not um, – 
they may not get the time that they need to ask all those questions. Um, we do things a little differently here. Um, all of our prenatal visits are a minimum of about 30 minutes. Right now with the COVID, it's a little, it's different, but in general, um, we spend more time with our mamas in those prenatal visits. We're asking questions. We're getting to know them very well. And most of all, we're establishing trust throughout that prenatal care time. So we get to know the family, we get to know their kids. And it honestly, in my opinion, the way we run here, it, it, we become quite a family. And there's, a, like I said, a lot of trust there. So when they're ready to go into labor, their bodies are ready because um, we also don't induce like hospitals do. We wait for their babies to come when the babies are ready. And that may be all the way up to 41 weeks or close to 42 weeks for some mommies. So we have a lot of patience around that and a lot of respect for our, the women's bodies. And so when they're in labor, they get to come and labor here and deliver here. We have almost 100% water birth rate. Where I love water birth, and I've had a water birth, and um, I don't obviously demand anybody to have a water birth, but every mom chooses to get into that water to labor, and very rarely does a mommy get out and decide to birth on, in the bed. So, um, and wow. then you know we continuously do all that postpartum care here as well, and then they'll get discharged, and then we still continue to see them for up to six weeks postpartum. And all the while, being on call, being available um, through the portal or phone calls and lots of, you know, in-person support. And it really does change the outcome. The midwifery model of care is, is just beautiful. And, you know, and it was around well before the obstetrical model. So when people do their research, um, I feel that they uh, really do start to understand and have a newfound respect if they don't already mm -hmm. about midwifery care. I never heard the term midwifery before I spoke to you. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. ashamed to say, but I'm learning so much. What is your um, response to people who are concerned? Like what if something goes wrong? How, how do you uh, assuage those fears? Mm, yeah, those are, those are questions that come up with every single family and we expect for them to be asked. And, um, so you got to remember that we are trained very highly in, in birth, right? That's our specialty. Um, we see natural, uninterrupted birth on a regular basis, but we are also trained in emergency clinical skills, right? So I personally, every two years, take a course to recertify in advanced life support and obstetrics. And what that does is just a refresher of if this situation occurs, how will you handle it? We have all of the, the safety equipment here. The only thing we, you know, we, we're not an OR. We don't do epidurals here. But as far as having IVs, we have antibiotics. We have um, oxygen. We are all trained and certified in something called neonatal resuscitation. So if a baby does need a little help transitioning with breathing postpartum right after it's born, we don't, we just definitely know how to help that baby come around. We also have medications if moms bleed too much. That's a big question that gets asked. Seeing, you know, my mom bled too much or my sister bled too much. How would you handle that at home or at the birth center? And that's a real simple answer. We have the same medications that the hospitals have, and we are able to administer them. So we're, we're trained in all so many different types of, of situations if they arise, but to be honest with you, they very rarely arise because we're not interfering with the birth process. When you don't interfere with it, 
things seem to go a lot more smoothly. Mm. And what about um, in terms of bringing it back to to the times that we're facing right now with coronavirus? Um, what have you noticed in terms of of your business? How many more people, maybe percentage wise, are, are coming to you? Um, what are the questions you're being asked? Um, safety questions that we kind of just went over. Um, I make sure that everybody understands um, what we are capable of here and what we're not capable. So I would say we can barely keep up with the inquiries and the phone calls, um, but we do screen because not everybody is still a candidate for this, right? Mm -hmm. So even though we have a family scared because they don't want to go to the hospital, but maybe they never looked into midwifery. Maybe they never thought about an unmedicated delivery before. Maybe this still isn't the best option for them. We don't want women to make this decision completely out of fear, knowing that they want an epidural or knowing that they are truly fearful of something going wrong. So we do have that screening screening process to make sure we're in alignment with those patients that are wanting to come into care. But the influx is, um, it's intense um, of inquiries and patients that are coming into care. But we are managing it very well. Everybody's being very, very respectful of our new guidelines and protocols. So we can still be able to offer the most amazing cares that we possibly can. Last question for you, midwife versus doula. What is what is the oh, difference? Oh, yeah. So doulas are amazing. We love doulas. Doulas are um, – actually, I was a doula before I came a midwife for years and years. So doulas are labor support. Doulas are absolutely fundamental in, in, um, in birth. So what doulas do is they offer emotional and physical support to a laboring mother. They do not offer medical attention, any cervical exams or uh, vitals or anything like that, but they are an amazing pillar of support, showing moms how to get into different positions, how to relax, relaxation techniques, explaining what's going on with their body when mommies are maybe a little bit confused about what their contraction pattern is. I just can't imagine a world without doulas. Wow. And then midwives have more, uh, kind of more training than on, on the medical side of things. Yeah. It's a completely different role. Midwives are actually delivering babies. We deliver babies. So we take the place of the OB. Right. And yeah, so we're still extremely nurturing and do a lot of those things that doulas do as far as suggestions on how to ease um, discomforts and how to get into better positions for optimal birthing and all of that during labor. But they're completely different roles. Uh, Doulas uh, can be certified. Some are certified and some aren't. So they go through a certifying process, but they are not medical providers and they're not practitioners. This has been so fascinating. Thank you for your time and energy and um, just let it, let our listeners know where they can go for more info. Our website is purebirths.com. So that is plural, purebirths.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and we're also on Facebook. You can also reach our office at 661-505-8370 and we are accepting new families at this time. And we hope that you all stay safe and stay home. Well said. All right. Thank you, Tiffany. We'll deliver another episode of Coronavirus Daily tomorrow. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or find us at ktla.com slash coronavirus daily. To reach me or Christina online, find us on Twitter at KTLA Podcasts or at Christina KTLA. 
For the very latest coronavirus headlines, head to KTLA.com or check the KTLA News app. Thanks for listening.